Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Folks, we're teetering on what could be an economic meltdown, threatening to wash away our savings and retirement. Inflation has surged to levels unseen in 40 years. Gold is the smartest and most responsible investment you can make for you and your family in times like these. A safe haven asset that protects your purchasing power and your wallet from inflation. When it comes to protecting your IRA or 401k, trust only the best. My friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold has earned the highest trust ratings in the precious metals industry and builds relationships based on integrity, expertise, and impeccable service. Get up to $5,000 in free silver on a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwithlou.com today or give them a call at 844-6484-LOU. Don't wait. Take control of your retirement today. Call 844-6484. 84-L-O-U and speak with one of their experts. Time is of the essence. Protect your future with Allegiance Gold. Visit protectwithlou.com or call 844-648-4LOU. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs. Welcome to The Great America Show. Thanks for being with us. President Trump expected to appeal the absurd fine that has been imposed on the Trump organization. And we find out today he has to pay nearly half a billion dollars as just the bond to the New York state government before he can appeal the ruling by the psychopathic Marxist judge Arthur Ingeron. Under New York law, Trump can't appeal the ruling without depositing the full amount, including interest, in a court account. The full $455 million, in my opinion, every single last business should be leaving the hellhole of a city and state tomorrow, because this week it's Trump. But rest assured now, these Marxist dims know they can get away with it. They'll be trying to confiscate what you and I have. They will be going after everyone they hate, and they hate you and me. Millionaire investor Kevin O'Leary now calls New York a state that nobody should do business in or with. I'm no different than any other investor. I'm shocked at this. I I can't even understand or fathom uh, the the decision at all. There's no rationale for it. And so let me give you a real time uh, experience I'm having regarding this. And I'm not the only one. It doesn't matter what the governor says. New York was already a loser state, like California is a loser state. There are many loser states because of policy, high taxes, uncompetitive regulation. It was already on the top of the list of being a loser state. I would never invest in New York now, and I'm not the only person saying that. The city is a disaster. The courts are crooked, and the Soros-backed district attorney is no better. Good luck, New York. A new global study of 99 million people vaccinated for the China virus reveals some troubling news, very troubling. The study found that the vaccines caused increases in neurological 
blood, and heart conditions. The issues range from rare nerve disorders to inflammation in the brain and the spine to myocarditis. And as if the World Health Organization didn't cause enough havoc in the pandemic, it looks like they're back for more. World Health Organization Chief Tedros Adhanom is warning of inevitable disease X viruses, a matter of when, not if, he says. Later on in the show, we'll be talking with a leading epidemiologist in this country. His name is Dr. Harvey Reich. He is the chief epidemiologist with the Wellness Company, and he says public health is nothing more right now than theater and fear-mongering. Well, disease X is, is porn theater that uh, it's fear-mongering and fear, fear porn theater. And, and it's just, it's unconscionable that they would do this, that they think it works so well in COVID. Why don't we ramp it up and control people with fear by, by saying this? And I'm surprised they say it's only going to be 20, 20 times more uh, virulent than, than COVID. Why not a thousand times more virulent than COVID? Why not just ramp it up all the way? You know, the, they must have done focus groups to see what people would actually believe or not and before they, they released all the, this theater. Uh, there is no disease X. If a disease X comes out, we will know whether it's man-made or not. Like we know that, that COVID, the virus that causes COVID, was man-made. And we'll know if it's man-made that this will be an intentional release. COVID, we can believe, was an accidental release. But a second time, in time for an election, in time for a treaty, we, no one will believe that that was an accident. That will be an intentional release and a crime against humanity. And there will be revolutions over the world if that happens. Please stay with us through the show for my talk later with Dr. Reich, a great doctor. Our first guest today is the Republican strategist and advisor to President Trump, Roger Stone. It's always a pleasure to talk with you, Roger, and thanks for taking the time. Vice President Harris going after President Trump, saying President Trump is bowing down to Russian dictator Vladimir Putin. Well, look, this is a uh, this is a willful effort to distract uh, attention from the news of last week, uh, in which Biden's own Justice Department and a special counsel who was appointed by Biden's attorney general essentially found after investigating that Joe Biden had violated the law in his retention uh, and handling of classified and top secret documents, but that he should be excused from prosecution because of his deteriorating mental state. Uh, they are desperate to distract from that, that's the big news, in my opinion. Uh, and they have vilified the prosecutor, Mr. Herr, claiming that he is a Trump holdover. No, he's actually a career prosecutor. Uh, they are claiming that uh, his, his remarks are inappropriate. I think he hit it right on the nose. But you know what, we can solve this easily, Lou as they did to Richard Nixon. Let's release the tapes. We need to hear the tapes of Mr. Herr interviewing the president, and we'll see whether his memory is slipping. We'll see if there's deterioration uh, in his condition. I think that's a Solomon-like solution, and I, I can't imagine why they would not jump at that opportunity to have empirical, objective evidence uh, to establish uh, their lies or their statements or whatever they may prove to be. Uh, 
I think it's a great idea. They they won't do that, and they won't do a, a neurological exam, and they won't do uh, <laughs> a cognitive test. I, there's all they do is lie and put together the next destructive path forward in public policy, whether it's foreign or, or domestic. It, it's outrageous. Uh, your thoughts on just where we are right now? Is we this man is a lame duck for all practical purposes? Don't you agree? I do agree. I also don't realistically see how they intend to get him through a general election. I mean, the idea of a Trump-Biden debate makes every Democrat I know cringe. Uh, Biden actually exacerbates the problem by going out there way too hot and angry, saying there's there's nothing wrong with my memory. There's nothing wrong with my memory. Uh, how dare they ask me about the death of my son? Well, it turns out, as we now know, that Mr. Hur, the special counsel, didn't ask uh, President Biden about the death of his son. It was Biden himself who brought it up. He brings it up constantly as a political trope. But then, Lou, he goes on to say in his outrage, you know, I have this rosary uh, that I have worn every day since his death. Uh, and it was given to me by uh, Our Lady of uh, of. Uh, Anyway, just proving that he's got uh, memory problems. He, in the same press conference, he calls the president of Egypt the president of Mexico. Uh, I don't really know how they intend to get him through a general election. I suspect that there is great, great turmoil within the Democratic Party, uh, almost a panic. And that explains uh, these unhinged attacks on Donald Trump. Donald Trump has a very clear-eyed understanding of Vladimir Putin. He has not bowed down to him in any way. If Donald Trump had still been president because of Donald Trump's uh, unpredictable nature, I don't believe that uh, the Russians would ever have invaded Ukraine. Uh, and uh, should Donald Trump return to the White House, I believe that there is a possible negotiated settlement. We, we now know definitively that there were two peace agreements that were uh, at hand and they were both scuttled not by the ukrainians but by the u.s state department right so uh hundreds of thousands of people both russians and ukrainians dying at a war that could have been stopped some time ago and 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 to the issue of president trump's uh, statement that that vladimir putin is a smart man and and the left-wing establishment media goes crazy he said he's a smart man watching watching tucker carlson interview uh, vladimir putin uh, the cia had been telling us for almost two years that he's uh, dying uh, that he had cancer he was now near death uh, and we can't believe our own government because they, these agencies are spending more time running disinformation at us than they are the rest of the world or certainly the the Russian uh, population. Oh, by the way, her forgot to say uh, it was interesting. I thought this was they should have been. I thought the Biden administration should should have been patting him on the back because he forgot to say, as he mentioned, uh, the mishandling uh, and the retention of those classified documents. He forgot to say those documents had to be stolen. Uh, he had no right to any of those documents. He had no basis whatsoever in terms of security clearance to have those documents, or at least the preponderance of them. Uh, yet that is in itself a crime, is it not? 
No, I think you're exactly right. Uh, as a U.S. senator and vice president, uh, he has uh, no authority to hold on to those documents. Now, he may have had the authority to see them in a secure atmosphere. That's not what we're dealing with here. Uh, if you read Mr. Hur's report, it is kind of self-contradictory. In one place, he says that he willfully retained these documents in violation of the law. Elsewhere, he says, well, because he's slipping, it's not clear that his transgressions were willful. Uh, why is he getting a pass? That's what I really don't understand. In other words, Donald Trump faces prosecution for allegedly holding on to classified and top secret documents after his presidency. Trump argues, I think correctly, although I'm not an attorney, but based on my own research, that the 1997 Presidential Records Act entitles the president to decide what to keep, what to, to return to the government. There is a famous case in D.C. Uh, in which Judge Amy Berman Jackson, uh, a, uh, a, a D.C. judge appointed by Barack Obama, ruled that Bill Clinton could retain his presidential documents any place he wanted. In fact, he kept them in his sock drawer. So, uh, and uh, Trump was president. Uh, the vice, the Presidential Records Act does not address vice presidents, does not give authority to vice presidents. Lou, the other enormous lie, of course, is they continue to tell us, well, Trump's case is different than Biden's because Trump did not cooperate with the authorities, whereas Biden did. Yet, if you read Mr. Hur's report, the search of Biden's home, where additional documents and notebooks were found, was conducted without his cooperation. So there's yet another liberal lie that is exposed. And we're going to uh, listen carefully as Roger Stone exposes more left-wing lies and uh, unburdens the Biden administration uh, right in public. Uh, we're going to continue with the great Roger Stone. Please stay with us. We're coming right back. Folks, you know I beg everyone to get ready for the next crisis, and when it comes, our lives will likely change overnight, whether it's natural disaster, war, or another disease. We have to be ready as we can be. We saw what happened in 2020 when we found ourselves dependent on global supply chains. We're still dependent on China and other countries for more than 90% of all our pharmaceuticals. With clusters of respiratory illnesses popping up around the world and here, we need to be prepared, and now is the time to make certain you have what your family needs when the next crisis hits. Our good friends, Dr. Peter McCullough and Dr. Drew Pinsky over at The Wellness Company have put together just what you and I need with The Wellness Company's Medical Emergency Kit. And now The Wellness Company's Medical Kit provides a solution critical to you and your loved ones. This emergency kit includes eight life-saving medications, including amoxicillin, z and ivermectin for you to keep on hand, along with a guidebook for safe use. From tick bites to biochemical events, every medical scenario is covered. Be prepared for whatever comes next. Go to twc.health/dobs and grab your medical emergency kit right now. Go to twc.health/dobs now. That's twc.health/dobs. Put in promo code dobs and save 15% at checkout. Take control of your health today with the Wellness Company's Medical Emergency Kit. Prepare today. Be ready tomorrow. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. 
but those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. We're back now. We're talking with Roger Stone, uh, best-selling author, uh, Republican strategist, advisor to President Trump, uh, a Renaissance man, if you, you will. And we're delighted to have him with us. I want to I turn, Roger, if we could, to the, the state of the race here. Uh, we're hearing a lot of rumblings about uh, Michelle Obama. Suddenly she's 11 to 1 odds uh, against, but, you know, that puts her in third place in the minds of the uh, the folks investing in Las Vegas, Nevada. Well, Lou, I have predicted for well over two years now that I thought she would ultimately be the Democratic nominee, mostly because I think she's potentially the strongest person they could possibly nominate. Now, I'm not saying that Michelle Obama is going to run for president. What I'm saying is I believe in the end she will give in to a draft to uh, cause her to run for president when they appeal to her uh, as the only person they think has a chance to stop Donald Trump. Uh, that she famously says she doesn't like politics. Uh, that, that's well known. Uh, the fact that David Axelrod, who was the architect of her husband's two presidential campaigns, says she'll never run. To me, that is uh, further proof that she'll probably run. Uh, again, I don't think she relishes this role but the Democrats know two things for sure. One is that Joe Biden cannot make it. Between the impact of his policies, uh, gasoline prices, inflation, uh, the country being on the brink of the war, wide open borders uh, causing a migrant invasion of the country, which in turn has given us uh, a fentanyl crisis, a crime crisis, uh, and with states and cities and counties hemorrhaging money, being bankrupted because they're required by law to pay for these social services for these illegals, uh, combined, I think, with Biden's inability to perform and the serious and legitimate questions about his mental deterioration and state, uh, and the fact that despite their very best efforts, uh, there is growing evidence of Biden family corruption, uh, despite the fact that one of the whistleblowers has been charged, uh, which I, I find uh, very interesting because there's also physical evidence, bank records and so on, that have been made public by the House Republican Oversight Committee that would tend to indicate that his uh, that his claims were accurate. So uh, I think those three combined factors mean the Democrats know Joe can't make it. Now you look at Vice President Kamala Harris. She doesn't have dementia, but she makes even less sense than Joe. Uh, and uh, they know that um, she would be a disaster. Polls show Donald Trump beating her even worse than he beats Joe Biden. So in a normal circumstance, Lou, as you know, if the president 
decided not to run for reasons of health, or if he were removed under the 25th Amendment because he was incapacitated, the sitting vice president would be next in line for the nomination. That idea also sends chills up the spines of Democrats. So uh, in the end, how do you solve this? Well, you can't, within the constraints of their party, I think, replace a woman of color uh, with, say, Gavin Newsom, a white guy. That's not going to work. So, uh, But they could replace uh, Vice President Kamala Harris with the most popular black woman Democrat, probably the most popular woman Democrat in the country, Michelle Obama. What then to do about Kamala Harris? Well, I've said uh, that the party leaders, that would be Obama, will come to her with the promise of a Supreme Court nomination should they retain the presidency and retain their current control of the Senate. She's a former member of the Senate. She's a former attorney general of, uh, of California. Uh, she's a plausible, uh, although I admit painful, uh, potential nominee for the U.S. Supreme Court. Uh, that's still what I think uh, will happen. Yeah, I can imagine those uh, conservative justices cringing at the very thought of uh, of that uh, that result, uh, but so be it. Let's let's turn to President Trump. Uh, let's go through the fine, uh, the uh, confiscation of three hundred and fifty million plus of his money by a judge that has called him pathological. And I love the way the New York Post put their their pictures side by side. And if you ever saw pathology, uh, it was the visage of Engeron, uh, Judge uh, Judge Engeron. I, I mean, he's out of his he's out of his ever loving mind. Uh, he's, just a, he's just a, he's a rabid partisan. You know, I, as you know, I once worked for Richard Nixon, uh, who used to say, how's it playing in Peoria? Meaning, how does this look to the great middle class, the, the, the people outside New York? And I think it is not playing well for the Democrats. Donald Trump is seen across the country is exactly what he is, a victim a victim of a criminalized and weaponized justice system uh, where he's being essentially prosecuted for a, a crime in which there are no victims, a crime in which most people look at it and say, well, what did he do wrong? Now, he borrowed millions of dollars from banks. The banks conducted their own due diligence, looking at his underlying assets that he put up as collateral. They determined that collateral was sufficient. They lent him a very substantial amount of money. He paid them back in full and on time, in some cases even early. The banks made about $40 million. Who, who is the victim here? Who, who brought this complaint? Oh, the government brought the complaint. Uh, and he's being prosecuted under a New York state law under which no one has ever been prosecuted before. So it, it smells to the people in the country as exactly what it is politically motivated persecution. Uh, and although that may not help Donald Trump in New York State, I do think it is one of the answers as to why his poll numbers in, in the country uh, continue to surge, why he continues to not only build greater intensity into his level of support, but his support continues to gain. People are, are on to this. They they see it for exactly what it is. So while liberals may be high-fiving each other about these potential fines, uh, Trump will clearly appeal. 
the New York State Court of Appeals is also an elected court, also dominated by liberal Democrats. Trump may have to wait till he gets to the New York Supreme Court before he gets uh, any modicum of justice. Uh, but uh, in the meantime, uh, you know, I, I think it's probably benefiting him politically as painful as it may be. Well, I, and I think you're right, as usual, on all counts. Uh, I agree with you 100 uh, percent. The judiciary, the judiciary of New York is a Marx. Uh, I mean, it's it's a good approximation of 1980s uh, Soviet uh, courts. Uh, the outcome assured and uh, and relief difficult indeed. We're talking with Roger Stone. We're coming right back. Please stay with us. Lou Dobbs here. I'm delighted to let you all know that the program Lou Dobbs Tonight has returned to the air. That's right. Lou Dobbs Tonight is back. We're live each and every weeknight at 7 p.m. Eastern and 6 p.m. Central on rumble.com slash Lou Dobbs. That's rumble.com slash Lou Dobbs. I hope you'll be joining us for Lou Dobbs Tonight as our fight to save this country has only begun. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back now with Roger Stone. And Roger, again, our, our thanks for being with us. Uh, Biden now has a Secret Service agent standing at the bottom of the ramp. Uh, and it's not the the big ramp. It's the little ramp in the back. They're so petrified that he will tumble down those stairs, as he has uh, a few times. He's stumbled, if not uh, tumbled. And it, we're just seeing everywhere we look, signs of frailty, uh, impairment, uh, weakness. Uh, his policies are just, uh, you know, I mean, Lord help us. They are anti-American, no matter what the issue, what the cause, uh, what the problem. And we look around and we see that most of the problems that are best and brightest are dealing with in the Biden administrations, well, it's the problems are of their own making. I have never seen in any quarter of a, an administration, I mean, really any, well, I'm going to accept Jimmy Carter. I've never seen the likes of it where you didn't have strength, at least at one one point. You have a Federal Reserve chairman who's the uh, chairwoman, uh, who's the head of the Treasury Department, but is now playing politics. You have... Uh, just one after another, cabinet heads that are ludicrous. Uh, I, you know, I, I just can't imagine how we got into this this shape, this mess, this quickly, uh, and how do we get out of it? 
Well, Lou, first of all, I, you know, I think um, that it's willful. In other words, people look at these policies and say, oh, they're misguided or they're just, uh, you know, no, I don't think they're misguided. I think it's purposeful. Uh, I think that it's always been the intention to open our borders uh, to this uh, migrant uh, invasion. Uh, the economic numbers they put out, specifically uh, the unemployment numbers, are very cleverly jiggered. Uh, they they do not take into consideration uh, the 784,000 people who stopped looking for work in December. They don't take into consideration the 2 million people that have stopped looking for work in the last two years. Uh, they're also then seasonally adjusted, whatever that means, uh, uh, the shift from full-time jobs to part-time jobs uh, is noted. Uh, so yes, they, they created more jobs than their prediction, uh, but the number of hours that the average person is working has dropped to the lowest point in 30 years. So the average person is taking home less because they are working fewer hours. Uh, that explains why, despite these rosy numbers that they call Bidenomics, uh, his approval, his job approval rating continues to be in the toilet because people are not feeling uh, uh, the, a sound economy. They, they're not experiencing it uh, in their own lives. The Democrats continue to point to the gross domestic product. But if you look at the gross domestic income numbers, they have been completely flat since Joe Biden became president. So the economy is not in good shape. The numbers are being manipulated. Basically, they held a gun to Jerome Powell's head at the Fed and told him just keep the printing press money coming if he wanted to be reappointed. Uh, and he has done that. We are now paying the price for the massive spending, far more than they needed to spend for infrastructure, uh, which has caused uh, this sour economy. Now, my Democrat friends go out of their minds and say, oh, no, all the economic indicators, the stock market is up. Well, the stock market is driven by seven major tech stocks. But if you look at the rest of the market, it's not doing that well. Uh, this is uh, this is the manifestation of liberalism. This is exactly what they intended. These are not uh, these are not mistakes. I, I do think it's different, by the way, than Jimmy Carter. I don't think Jimmy Carter was a bad man or an evil man. I, I think he was incompetent. I think he didn't understand the country, uh, but I don't think he was poorly motivated. He was just weak. Uh, these people, on the other hand, they want to fundamentally transform America. Just quoting Barack Obama. They want to essentially cancel the U.S. Constitution. Uh, they want to do away with the free market. They are about control uh, and the usurpation of the rights of the American people. The thing just about the recruiting uh, fall off for the, the U.S. military, all branches are significant declines, uh, the lowest decline, uh, the largest decline in in history and also uh, recent history. And also uh, the fact that they're shredding the Constitution and every one of those folks in uniform uh, swears an oath 
to defend the Constitution of the United States. And they wonder why people are not thrilled to be in a woke military uh, with an administration that treats uh, the Constitution as they have. Uh, this is a country right now that is, in, in my opinion, is in the midst of a just the beginning of its turmoil, because re resolving these issues and these conflicts is going to take uh, the strength of Donald Trump, his judgment uh, and his stamina. And uh, it's going to take a cabinet and an administration that is uh, significant uh, and powerful in their own right uh, to to get the job done when we talk about restoration of, of this great republic. Uh, the, the good news, Lou, is that Trump is up to it. I mean, he's really up to the task. I, I continue to marvel uh, at his good mood, at his stamina, at his resilience, uh, at his determination, uh, at his uh, at his epic confidence. Uh, when he's not locked uh, in a courtroom someplace, uh, he's out campaigning. He is not. He's left nothing for granted. He's stumping again this coming week in South Carolina, uh, where I think he's uh, going to really. Uh, decimate uh, his opponent, who's a former governor of South Carolina. Uh, but uh, he's not resting on his laurels. He's not just looking at the polls yeah. and saying, uh, I'm ahead. He's working for every vote. Uh, and uh, he, I, I, it's a really amazing that he holds up under this enormous strain. Right. They're trying to put him in jail for 600 years. They're trying to destroy the business that he is so justifiably proud of. They're trying to stop him uh, essentially from running his own companies yet. Uh, and I, I'm sure that he's angry about that, but his mood yeah. remains incredibly resilient. Uh, I, I, other than Rudy Giuliani, uh, who's under similar pressure, I've never seen anybody with this level of stamina uh, and, uh, and courage and fight in them. Right. And, uh, and what my question was to the point of really who he has to put in that administration, who those people have to be able to at least muster, I think, the same significance, uh, the same uh, adroit uh, talents, uh, whether they be intuitive or, or absolutely uh, great intellects. I don't care who they are, just so they can do the job in every quarter of the administration, every department of this government taking it back. Uh, and to that end, I, I am so proud of the president for putting Laura Trump in as co-chair of the Republican National Committee, because it's a statement that this is going to be a, a closely watched uh, uh, administration and campaign. They're not going to take uh, the words of others. They're going to actually assert the president at every quarter, every point of power in the uh, federal government, as well as the, ca the campaign apparatus. I hope we see the same thing across the entire government. Well, Lou, you may not know this, but uh, Ronna Romney McDaniel is actually a historical figure. She's the first chairman of the Republican National Committee in the history of the party since 1861 to preside over a presidential defeat, but then hang on to the office and remain as the chairperson. That has right. literally not happened uh, in the history of the Republican Party. Uh, and uh, I think this is uh, the president made some very good decisions here, uh, restore some credibility to the party, because legally, in a presidential campaign, the party can perform, 
can perform certain duties and functions in conjunction with the party's presidential candidate that can only be fulfilled by the Republican National Committee. Right. So the leadership of that committee, the financial health of that committee, uh, the wise stewardship of that committee is absolutely key. So I was not only uh, pleased uh, that Laura Trump is taking a leadership role, uh, but uh, Chris Lasavita, who to my mind could be one of the most talented and capable political strategists mm -hmm. and operatives in the Republican Party today. Wow. The man who has guided Trump's uh, victories along with Susie Wiles uh, uh, and other top flight pros uh, in Iowa and New Hampshire, coming up in South Carolina, uh, is reported to be prepared to take the helm of the Republican National Committee. Now I can tell my friends who want to send money to the National Committee with confidence, yes, your money will now be well spent. And with that, thank you, Roger, for being with us. And uh, uh, may uh, all of your uh, projections come true. Uh, <laughs> this country is desperate uh, for the return of Donald J. Trump. Thanks so much, Roger. We appreciate so it. Happy, and happy President's Day to you. Roger Stone, thank you. Roger, a great American. Coming up next, Epidemiologist Dr. Harvey Reich, the chief epidemiologist for the Wellness Company, joins us to talk about the Disease X and the World Health Organization plan to control, you guessed it, the world. Folks, you know I beg everyone to get ready for the next crisis, and when it comes, our lives will likely change overnight, whether it's natural disaster, war, or another disease. We have to be ready as we can be. We saw what happened in 2020 when we found ourselves dependent on global supply chains. We're still dependent on China and other countries for more than 90% of all our pharmaceuticals. With clusters of respiratory illnesses popping up around the world and here, we need to be prepared. And now is the time to make certain you have what your family needs when the next crisis hits. Our good friends, Dr. Peter McCullough and Dr. Drew Pinsky over at the Wellness Company have put together just what you and I need with the Wellness Company's Medical Emergency Kit. And now the Wellness Company's Medical Kit provides a solution critical to you and your loved ones. This emergency kit includes eight life-saving medications, including amoxicillin, z and ivermectin for you to keep on hand, along with a guidebook for safe use. From tick bites to biochemical events, every medical scenario is covered. Be prepared for whatever comes next. Go to twc.health slash Dobbs and grab your medical emergency kit right now. Go to twc.health slash Dobbs now. That's twc.health slash Dobbs. Put in promo code Dobbs and save 15% at checkout. Take control of your health today with the Wellness Company's Medical Emergency Kit. Prepare today. Be ready tomorrow. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And now here is Dr. Harvey Reich, professor of epidemiology at Yale University, also the chief epidemiologist at The Wellness Company, a company created after the China virus pandemic to give doctors the freedom to use their best judgment and not be bullied by big pharma and big tech. Dr. Reich, it is great to have you with us here on The Great America Show. Give us your sense, if you will, the state of public health right now in this country. Well, in my opinion, public health today is pure theater, that the, the practitioners of public health think that they're doing public health, but they don't realize that they're being controlled by um, military organizations, which made, was made explicit at the beginning of the pandemic. When uh, a week after President Trump uh, declared an emergency, he handed over control of the pandemic to the National Security Council, which took a military approach to the pandemic, defining the virus as a bioweapon and the vaccines, the ultimate vaccines as countermeasures, not as vaccines. And we've lived under this military regime for the last four years or so. And I don't know if, if you've read or seen the um, the episode of Tucker Carlson with Mike Benz, who talked about the whole military state of the country. This is only a part of it. This is a, a part of it, but we're, we're just basically stuck in the military coup of our government that makes us think we're actually a democracy, but we're not. Could I do this? Could I do this? Because you raised something very important, and I'd like this audience uh, to uh, to hear what Dr. Reese just said. It's episode 75 of Tucker Carlson uh, and Mike Benz, who, as far as I'm concerned, is one of the most brilliant cyber uh, experts working and also reporting to the country. And what uh, Dr. Reese just said, uh, the United States military, for a variety of reasons, uh, has taken control of uh, of information disinformation uh, and uh, everything that uh, that I will say it this way the wellness company and dr dr Reicher doing is critically important because it is a countervailing influence to all uh, that uh, all of the power that has been brought against the American people in terms of uh, honest straightforward and objective information and I and back to you sir well <clears throat> That's the idea. We really didn't know when we started the wellness company how deep all of this corruption and control went. Um, and over the last few years, as more people have spoken up and revealed more of the intricacies and conspiracies and corruption about this, we've learned, you know, a lot more that puts the picture more together more clearly about what the motivations have been, who's been doing what, how the people involved think that they're saving democracy from communism, and what they're doing is they're, they're making it safe for socialism. And th that's really been the thrust of everything. And and the wellness company offers, and I and I want to go to the the wellness kit itself, uh, and the uh, the pharmaceuticals that uh, it offers, uh, and how important that is in terms of uh, both the uh, the efficiency, if you will, of public health, uh, because it's not always going to be reliable, and the importance to have a, if you will, a reserve. Uh, that uh, is brought to you by the wellness company uh, at your beck and uh, your back and reach uh, if, if there is anything that does come up it's a, and being prepared well that's our intent is basically that the supply chains 
you know, were very disrupted during the pandemic. A lot of antibiotics that we use commonly in the U.S. are made in China, India, and may be hard to get at times. And we want, and one of the things one knows about treating virus illnesses is that speed is important. You have to start treating ASAP and shipping delays is, uh, you know, part of the, the problem. If it takes, even if your local pharmacy has it, if it takes you a day or two to even get a prescription, get it filled, and the pharmacy says, well, actually, sorry, we're out, we'll have to get it from another branch. You know, these things take time and add to the number of days that you don't want to waste it. So having this stuff on hand is a prudent way at a moderate cost, you know, uh, in the scheme of things, to being able to, to protect oneself if any of these occasions arise from these infections. We're talking with Dr. Harvey Reich of The Wellness Company. We're coming right back with the doctor in just one moment. Stay with us. Lou Dobbs here. I'm delighted to let you all know that the program Lou Dobbs Tonight has returned to the air. That's right. Lou Dobbs Tonight is back. We're live each and every weeknight at 7 p.m. Eastern and 6 p.m. Central on rumble.com slash Lou Dobbs. That's rumble.com slash Lou Dobbs. I hope you'll be joining us for Lou Dobbs tonight as our fight to save this country has only begun. We're talking with Dr. Harvey Risch uh, of the Wellness Company. And, and Doctor, uh, it's it's great to have you here with us. And I want to ask you, uh, we're hearing uh, from the WHO a lot of discussion about the X disease, a disease purportedly uh, 20 times uh, more virulent, I guess is the word, uh, than uh, COVID-19. Uh, we are also, uh, it looks like they're on a, a fear campaign because they're trying to drive a, uh, a treaty, uh, a global treaty uh, that would, of course, put the United Nations and uh, the WHO uh, give it primacy uh, in all health decisions. Uh, your thoughts about the WHO and the this uh, this clarion call to focus on disease X, even though it doesn't exist? Well, disease X is, is porn theater that uh, it's fear mongering and fear, fear porn theater. And, and it's just it's unconscionable that they would do this, that they think it works so well in COVID. Why don't we ramp it up and control people with fear by by saying this? And I'm surprised they say it's only going to be 20, 20 times more uh, virulent than, than COVID. Why not a thousand times more virulent than COVID? Why not just ramp it up all the way? You know, the, they must have done focus groups to see what people would actually believe or not and before they, they released all the, this theater. Uh, there is no disease X. If a disease X comes out, we will know whether it's man-made or not. Like we know that, that COVID, the virus that causes COVID, was man-made. And we'll know if it's man-made that this will be an intentional release. COVID, we can believe, was an accidental release. But a second time, in time for an election, in time for a treaty, we, no one will believe that that was an accident. That will be an intentional release and a crime against humanity. And there will be revolutions over the world if that happens. So basically, we're warning them against disease X that you think that you're going to have a disease X that's going to do this. And we're saying there is no disease X. And they're saying we're going to release it just to show you that you're wrong. This would cause unmistakable harm to them and, and to the whole world by doing that. 
And and there is, it seems to me, it's inferential, but it seems to me that there is a, an attitude amongst these elites, uh, whether they be the famous uh, epidemiologist Bill Gates or whether it be the uh, WHO, uh, they're just, they're begging uh, for the opportunity to once again assert control over people's lives, to shut down schools, to shut down businesses, uh, large and small, uh, and uh, give give primacy uh, to the federal government once again uh, in in managing our lives. Well, none of that worked. You know, none of that worked for COVID. And we know that now from empirical data that if locking down the population only pushes off to the future, what will inevitably happen? And it does not prevent anything and it does not end the, the pandemic. The pandemic was, was endemic before we even locked down and nobody was willing to admit that un until it was so widespread that it was obvious. Uh, but so locking down doesn't work. Distancing doesn't work. Masks don't do anything in either direction of nothing of substance of any of the masks that, that have been used and, and claimed to, to do something. Um, and all of this was was brought about by military control because public health had already worked out how respiratory virus pandemic should be managed. It was done in a paper by Tom Inglesby and Don Henderson in 2006. And they said basically the opposite of everything that, that was done. You don't quarantine the whole population, you quarantine symptomatic people and, right. and so on. That, that what we did was, was counter to the principles of public health. And the fact that our public health administration went along with this and believed this meant that their fear levels were just as high as everybody else's, which led them to act in lockstep with all this public health nonsense that was pushed on them by the military. And, you know, it, it occurs to me that what you and the wellness company are doing is decentralizing power and you're returning to the individual uh, responsibility for himself or herself uh, for their health, uh, for treatment, uh, for for preparation, because we don't know what tomorrow brings. And we've got to be prepared uh, for all of these uh, circumstances, not just in public health, but across the board in our our lives preparing for uh, to protect our families and ourselves. Uh, doctor, I just want to say what a what a pleasure it's been talking with you. And I hope you'll come back here soon and we can uh, we can have more uh, straight talk uh, from the wellness company on, you know, the folks who don't talk so straight, whether it's big pharma or big government. We appreciate you being with us. Dr. It's Harvey. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, doctor. And I want you to know, folks, that uh, I, the wellness company has done, uh, uh, I, th I think, a terrific job bringing uh, these these treatments, if you will, uh, these uh, antibiotics uh, in their kit. Uh, it's it's an emergency contagion kit, and it's, I think, a, a brilliant idea because it's exactly what each of us needs uh, in the short term. Because as Dr. Reese said, I mean, uh, you, you don't have to think back very far to a time when there were supply chain uh, interruptions. Options. Uh, the precursors from uh, various countries around the world just were not getting to to where we needed them, uh, and as a result, we had 
considerable shortages. Uh, so I'd like you to go, if you would, head to the website uh, for the wellness company. It's TWC, the wellness company, twc.health slash Dobbs and check out these kits. It's twc.health slash Dobbs. And if you enter promo code Dobbs at checkout, you have uh, saved yourself 15% off the order. And I can tell you, I'm traveling a bit, my wife and I, over the next few weeks, and you can bet uh, we'll have our wellness contagion kit with us. Thank you, Dr. Rich, and thanks, everybody. Join us here for The Great America Show tomorrow. Our guest is Mike Benz of the Foundation for Freedom Online. If you've ever believed that we were being controlled by forces outside our obvious and public governments, whether it be federal or state or local, well, you're right. The U.S. military and the national security apparatus and, of course, our intelligence agencies, they're the ones really in charge. And he'll be telling us all about it tomorrow. Please join us. And please watch Lou Dobbs tonight. Each and every weeknight on Frank Speech, Rumble, Twitter, Apple TV at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central. And join me on Twitter and True Social at Lou Dobbs and on Facebook and Instagram at Lou Dobbs Tonight. Thanks, everybody. God bless you and may God bless America. America.